Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. My thing just fell. What thing? Well... Do we need to start over? No. (sighs) Nobody's expecting perfection at this point. Whaley over here. So this is episode 15 of the fourth season. It's Thursday, October 22nd. And... Yeah, um, the thing fell. Sorry about that in the beginning. Yeah. We're having some technical difficulties. I I have like a music stand in front of me that um, I used when... They were sending me for voiceover things, but I guess they decided that I can't pronounce my R, so they stopped doing that. So, uh, But the stand still sits here, and it just fell. Uh, Not to worry, I'm fine. Yeah, everybody, everybody, keep your shirts on. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. Unlike Lake Bell and her husband, whose name is Scott Campbell. They're splitting up. Another... Marriage lost to coronavirus, I Ask assume. me, do I give a shit? Who is Lake Bell? What's her Lake name? Lake Bell. You said Lake Bell. Lake Bell. And what, 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 do, and what do I know her, Lake Bell she's an act, She's an actress. You know who she is. Uh, do I? The, the one thing I know that she was in was that TV series about, like, the sea monster. There was like a, some and guys the sea monster? that found no. There were like some guys, and they found this sea monster, and then it turned into like a Godzilla type thing. You got it was me. One season, anyway. So she and her husband announced their divorce over their Instagram pages. And listen to this. I'm going to read you both statements, and you tell me which, who wrote which one, because they're nearly identical. I mean, come on, listen to but this. What does her husband do? He's like a tattoo artist or something. Okay, so one of them says, after nine years together, seven years married, two sparkling children. Sparkling? Beep and I are ending our marriage but continuing our loving family with respect and thoughtful guidance. Well, that was the husband. We will continue to be parental comrades in arms and best friends for all of our days. That's a hunk of bullshit. I want to tell the author of this one that the... The phrase, with respect and thoughtful guidance, is not a complete sentence. Okay. The next one says... But that's the whole sentence? With respect and... and that's, a, that's one sentence that this person used in this. Okay. So then the next one goes like this. Nine years together, seven years married. Starts out the same, right? Yeah. Two luminary children. The other one was sparkling. I, Count- I, I, prefer, I prefer luminary. I, I don't know. Luminary sounds like... A luminary is like a, a professor like a, who's gotten a bunch of awards or something. No. Then this, this says... I think, what the, what I think luminary means luminous. Glowing. Yeah. Countless miles, infinite laughs. I couldn't be more proud of every single one of them. I'm guessing it wasn't a whole bunch of laughs. Of every single divorced. one of the years? She's proud of all the, the years? I'm not, you don't know who wrote this one. Then it says... Now we find ourselves ending our marriage and transitioning the love and friendship we've always had into a new chapter. All the feelings are felt, and I have invincible confidence in us as parental warriors. The other one said they were parental comrades. Parental warriors and as best friends for all our days. The other one said all of our days. So which do you think was her and which was him? 
Um, I would say that the press office, whoever, I would say that the actresses, um, publicists wrote both. And I would go on to say that she should fire the publicist because the publicist sucks. Publicists didn't give each of them an individual voice. Publicists put out, because the the tattoo artist isn't talking about luminous children and the best of friends. And we're proud of every one of our years together. No, 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 no. Look, these two people married the wrong person. Each one of them married the wrong person. None of them, neither one of them should have gotten married. Now, how many children do they have? How many luminous children? They have two sparkling and luminous children. Yeah, they're going to be not sparkling and luminous. They're going to be miserable and pissed off. And because of, what's her name? Lake Bell. Lake Bell and her husband deciding that they were too freaking selfish, self-centered, narcissistic to put their children and their children's interest first. What they did... What they should have done instead of putting out stupid freaking emails via their shit publicists, hate publicists, they should have taken care of themselves and their children. Period. The end. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, you know, uh, she supposedly wrote the first one and he wrote the second one. And Oh, I was wrong. You know, uh, I don't know anything about these people. I'd never heard of him before. Um, Divorce sucks. It totally sucks. But it just struck me like... Why put if you're both going to put out statements, why not at least it looks like one just used a thesaurus on the other one. It was a publicist. <clears throat> I wonder but what that my publicist father's... should be fired because they could have at least had. I mean, maybe the publicist is just a one one person shop, but they could have done a better. I mean, I could come up with better divorce statement for each of them than, than this. I would have put out one statement, blank statement for both of them, saying that said simply, "Who gives a fuck?" Here's what I would do if we were getting divorced: I would put out a statement and say, "After how many years we've been together? Twenty-one years together, twenty years married, two freeloading kids, assholes." No, I wouldn't say that. I would say two brilliant children. We are ending our marriage because Frank is a complete dick. And I would have said, "Exo." Hit me up on Tinder. You know what I would have said? I wouldn't dignify how many years been together as opposed to the wedding. It, the marriage doesn't matter. After, yeah, that doesn't matter. After nearly 20 years together, this shit show has come to a happy ending. Happy because we're done with this bullshit, this charade that I've carried on, allowed to go on way too long. She's been cheating on me every single day of the year. And I knew it. I know it. And now I know, no, know it. And guess what? These two children will have to figure it all out themselves. Yeah, and then I would put at the end, hashtag Andrew Cuomo, single. Andrew Cuomo? Well, I just read that he's dating. He's got some irons in the fire, he said. He's yeah. not exclusively dating anyone, but he, he is dating. He's dating Britney Spears. What? Just made that up. Oh, my God. You gave me a heart attack. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I would, I would, fi- I, I don't blame you for Andrew Cuomo. I have, a, I think, I mean, like, I'm sure a lot, a lot of people find him very attractive. Uh, right now, he's like on a, on everybody's list. I don't think he'd be satisfying in the bed. I, I think he and I might not like to watch the same things on television, and that's such a problem. Right. I don't think Andrew Cuomo would be, you know, watching The Real Housewives of Dallas with me. On a marathon. 
Now I doubt it. And I'd probably have to watch baseball or something. Right. I mean, I know that there's more to being, you know, in a relationship than that. But that's really important. Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to think of who I would be uh, sporting. Mackenzie Bezos. Yeah. You already said that. She could watch whatever the hell she wants on TV. Oh, I don't give a damn what she watches. I don't even need to be in the same house. What if house she's like her? a person who doesn't want to have a TV in the house? Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine. I'll be fine. All I want is to be left alone. If Mackenzie Bezos was like, Frank, I love you. And I want to spend the rest of my days with you and give you whatever, whatever you need, whatever you want. But here's the thing. I need you not to be a vegetarian. We're, we are going to be steak and eggs couple. I, I'd be like, why? why? Why can't I eat what it I want? It doesn't matter. Don't ask. This is important to me. Okay. Um, can I have endless access to the, to the ATM? Yeah. And everything that you have, I have? What's mine is yours. No prenup? No. Sure. Bring the steak. I'll eat it. Really? Sure. Oh, my goodness, Frank. Just like that. Sure, why not? I don't care. I would, too. What do I care? I, I, I'd enjoy I, it, probably. I like, would lie in bed all day. I'd learn I'd how to make, bed. like, perfect Bernays, steak au poivre. Be right back. Santa Claus is not coming to town. Is that just our town or is that like... There will be no miracle on 34th Street this year. Santa Claus won't be visiting any Macy's stores in 2020. Ending a 159-year holiday season tradition. That's a bummer. The department store's tradition started in 19, or 1861. Imagine that. I wonder what to replicate that like. the magical experience of visiting Macy's Santa Land for children and their families, we will shift to a virtual engagement this year. That fucking sucks. Wait, uh, wait a second. 18, when did they start? 1861. So like during the Civil War, yeah. they had, Macy's had a Santa Claus. Yeah. During the 1918 Spanish influenza, which we know is not the Spanish influenza, they had a Macy's Santa Claus. And uh, evidently. Probably yellow fever outbreak. Macy's had Santa. But now this year, because we bungled it all up, we don't get Santa Claus at Macy's. Thanks, Trump, you fucker. Now you've ruined everything. It's official. Although I'm really, really happy. I mean, I'm happy that I don't have to do that. I mean, my kids are grown. Our kids are grown now. To the point where they don't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Shush. What if, what if someone's listening? Well, Santa ain't real, kids. Oh, my God. Get Frank. on with it. Okay. I'm going to have to put like a spoiler alert on this. What if someone... Oh, nobody listens to this with, around their kids because sometimes people are cursing and talking about stuff that kids shouldn't listen to. Carry on. Listen, kids. Frankie say, Santa's a load of bullshit. Mommy and daddy spend all the money on them damn presents. But I remember when our... Children are small. We still do the magic stuff. We leave cookies out and everything. Not this year, folks. We, um, we used to take our kids to over there to Macy's when we resided in New York City. And uh, we would, well, more than once, we stood on that damn line. There was one year that line was so long. Why didn't I make a call to get a VIP? We stood on that line for, I think, four hours. The line was so long, it wound back through the offices of the Macy's 
corporation. Then the year after that, we'd take them out of school and bring them during the weekday. And they hated it. They didn't want to sit in that creepy Santa. Oh, they were miserable and feel like a lot of pressure. Like I got to come up with something that that I'm going to want right now. With the hapless elves. What do I want? Oh my God. Oh my God. The pressure. You never saw Black Santa. Well, no, they had Black Santa there. I never saw one. Well, that's because they have all different Santas. And if you want a Black Santa, you tell them you want a Black Santa. They probably didn't ask us what we wanted because they assumed, because we are white. Right. That we would want a white Santa. What about an Asian Santa? Could you ask for an Asian Santa? I would, I would be surprised if there were not. You never see Asian Santas anywhere. I've you never. You see old white men. It's like everything else. It's all old white men making the decision. Yeah, I mean, it's really creepy when you think about it. Like, come sit on my lap. And in fact, the first time we wanted our son to sit on Santa's lap, he was like, no, thanks. I'll sit next to him. Yeah. He sat next to him Smart. on the bench. Wait, and he, I and mean, he wouldn't what, hold his, he wouldn't like touch him or anything. <laughs> that's, I mean, what, what better, what better uh, vocation for a creepy old white man pedophile than Santa or Catholic priest? where you can spend time with with young boys. They're still sort of having the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but it's going to be kind of lame, if you ask me. It's There's not going to be, like, crowds, nobody under the age of 18, and the they'll still have, like, the big floats and stuff, but they're not going to be, like, so much doing the parade. They're going to be filmed, and they say it'll be more like the fireworks. Oh, yeah, like the Fourth of July fireworks. Which were really, really lame. But here's the thing. The end of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is always, here comes Santa Claus. And where's Santa Claus going? He's going to Macy's. He's going straight to hell this year because well, Macy's ain't Well, Santa is going to be in the parade. But then where does he go? Back to Bayonne, wherever he lives. Goes back to his basement apartment to swill whiskey and watch internet pornography. I mean, I usually like, I like watching the parade on TV. I don't really watch it. I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's a bit boring, right? It's just All a the big canned songs commercial. and singers I've never heard of before. And the marching bands are kind of fun, but you don't really get to see them, I don't think. And then the balloons are just balloons. And they're all, those are all advertisements for movies or TV shows. I think that the best thing that everyone could do rather than have these pathetic reminders that 2020 is a shit show and beyond, just cancel it all. Just say, this year, unfortunately, sucks, and we won't have it. We're not going to pretend. We're not going to have virtual elves lead you to a virtual Santa. We're not going to have virtual parade floats, unless they mean, you know, no one under the age of 18, unless they're going to have naked ladies on those floats. Can you imagine if they decided to have a racy parade? If they're going to do it adult-wise, why not, why not really go for it? But, but with that said, why not just cancel the whole kitten caboodle, shit and caboodle? make a thing where it's like we're, we're going to have an anti-consumerism holiday season where it's going to be about family and connecting and just like when everything shut down and the skies cleared and the water cleaned up and the animals came out of the forest. It would be like that. It's the almighty dollar. They still got to. They still got to have sponsors, and so they got to still got to air the parade on NBC and sh- and and you know, show their their the products. You know, all those all those floats are sponsored by, you know, Purina and, you know, M and M's and bullshit Disney. And it's the same thing with the Santa Claus. I'm sure they'll find a way to like, 
get your kid to pose with virtual Santa and charge you, you know, you, remember when we went to the, bought our kids, we had to pay for the $50 package, Here's but you never look at do. those, you never, you never use those photos or anything. No. Here's what we could do. We could start a Zoom with Santa business. I'm sure it already exists. Everything but you does. and I could be Santa and Mrs. Claus, and we'll Zoom with your kids. Sure. That'll be believable. Do you know that um, Merriam-Webster has... Um, I love her. She's a wonderful. She's smart. She knows every word. She is so literate. But she has a... Um, uh, uh, there's a thing now called Time Traveler by Merriam-Webster, where you can uh, select a year and find out what words were added to the dictionary the year you were born. So what year were you? You were born in 1966, right? I was born in 1977. No, I was born in 71. No, you were not. Yes, I was. How old does that make you? Uh, I don't know. You do the math. 40, I'll be 48 in November Stop 30th. Lying. Stop lying, girl. Stop lying. All right, 1971. Let's see. Um, Will I be 49 this year? I'm going to be 49 this year. Ugh. Wow. Um, so let's see, 1971. Let's see what, what words came out in 1971. A whole bunch. Um, American Staffordshire Terrier, um, amoxicillin. Oh. Anchorperson, anti-environmentalist, anti-porn. God, it sounds like that was a real bummer of a year. Camera woman. I mean, there's well, many. Good. There's anchor, anchor, was it anchor person or anchor woman? Anchor woman. Anchor woman and camera woman, th- those are all good. Dominatrix. Nice. I like that one. Double dip. Nope. Um, food bank. Oh, that's a bummer. Happy talk. Okay. Hired gun. Right. I would think that hi- a hired gun would have been like from the 30s. Yeah, I would think so too. Post-racial. Post-racial. That was aspirational thinking, right? Pimp mobile. Mm-hmm. That's a word in the dictionary. Yeah. Performance art. Pinot Grigio. Tight Pinot ass. Grigio was not like a thing before 1971. This is a, um, this word is apropos of your, the year you were born. Tight ass. There you go. And wise ass. Isn't that funny? It really shows you what's going on in the, in the culture. Looney Tunes. That was for me? Yep. Lacto-vegetarian. Ugh. Jug wine. Jug wine. They Look, got they they put that in there just for you. They knew you were coming. They saw you coming. The year you were born, you want to hear what was added that year? That was the year 1974. In 1963. Afterburn. Yep. Baggy. Afterburn that would have been were they doing like space stuff then? Probably, yeah. Banana seat. Oh, I had one of those. I had a banana seat. And get, look, check it out. Bobblehead doll. Oh. Which reminds me, folks, we still have many bobbleheads left in the uh in the in the merch store, get yours bobblehead. Frank Whaley bobblehead. Doo 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 boop. What other words, Heather? Hot dog. What? No. But I, but one word, hot dog. Like your hot dog in it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Hospitality suite. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nanometer. Nanometer. Oxycodone. Ooh. Yeah. Sexism. No surprise there. Right. Teleconferencing. These are boring. And zip code. I mean, zip you're code? like you're like as old as the zip code. That seems like it's been around for a while. Like when you were when you were born, was your phone number like a word and then some numbers after it? Actually, yes. When I, when it I was, was yeah, I, I remember when I, the one when, when I could when I first remember the our phone, it was um, Newhouse four seven seven six eight nine or something like Are that. Are you kidding? And you could pick up the phone and there would be an operator on 
on the other end? I don't know about that. I was just, I, I was little. I was little. But I, I remember when, um, I seem to remember the, when the area code came into the, uh, into the being, when the 315, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm from the 315 area code, as you know. And um, I sort of remember when that was added to the thing. Well, when I was in high school in Katona, you could pick up the phone and everybody had the same pre, is it the prefix, the first three letters of your, besides your area code, then there's the next three letters. Everyone had the same of those three letters. It was 232. So if someone else had 232, all you had to do is dial the last four numbers. That's incredible. So I could pick up the phone and just dial, I think my friend Whitney was 5549. So I could just dial 5549 and I would be connected to her. And you could talk about all your little girl things, your all your boyfriends and... Howard Jones. Right. And uh, Paul Young and what was in Seventeen Magazine. Mm-hmm. And all your crushes. And all the anchor women that we were admiring. I'm, su- the- I'm, su- I'm surprised I wasn't um, on your list of crushes back then. I was, I, was, I, was com- I was sort of in the movies then, no? I think I was in college when that happened. Right. You wouldn't have been interested in me and anyway. And I, I saw Field of Dreams whenever that came out. And, and I was I, so cute I, Yes, you were very cute, but I hated that movie. Right. I thought, oh my God, we were, I remember we went to see it in a movie theater that had a balcony and there was a woman sitting in front of us. I think this was the time. It was either this or out of Africa. And she had like a big, one of those big hairsprayed hairdos. Mm. And I put the wrapper from my straw on top of her head and she didn't even know. You were a, you were a hooligan. Yeah. You were you were out of control. Totally. Putting putting paper in people's hair. She didn't know. And the time you threw the onion rings at the, those unsuspecting people. Oh, I haven't told that story on this podcast. I told you that the other day we were driving in the car. Right. I was, I was walking on the beach with a friend of mine. I, I think I was like thirteen, and we had we was in Santa Barbara. You know when you get those big thick onion rings with like the big big piece of onion in it. We had some of those, and I these two older ladies were walking past us. And I removed the breading from around an onion. And as we walked by these women, I went, Hachoo! and I threw the onion and it stuck on her back. Bad girl. She thought it was a snot. Oh, no. She thought, it was a, she thought the onion was a snot? Yeah. Well, she thought like, like when I sneezed, something flew out of my nose and flew onto her. Was she, what, what did she say? I think I ran. All right, folks. Well, this is Luminary. And this is Sparkle. Have a great night, y'all. Hit me up on Cameo.